Hi, everyone, and welcome to Talk with a Doc, the show where we bring your questions to Providence medical experts for insight and information. I'm your host, Mary Renoff, and here with me today is Marianne Dunlap, an adult nurse practitioner at Providence Medical Group in Oregon. Today, we're answering your questions about stress reduction and meditation. So remember, everyone, all of our questions come from our listeners via social media. We can be found on Twitter at PSJH and on Facebook under Providence St. Joseph Health. Use the hashtag Talk with a Doc, that's hashtag Talk with a Doc, for a chance to hear your questions on our episodes. Before we start, I want our listeners to know that the information provided during this program is for educational purposes only. You should always consult your healthcare provider if you have any questions regarding a medical condition or treatment. So let's get started today by welcoming our expert, Marianne Dunlap. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. You've been with us before. Yeah, it's great. I enjoy it. It's it wasn't to too you. painful or you wouldn't no. come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Awesome. Well, today's topic's very interesting to me. We're talking about stress reduction and a lot about meditation. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess the real question we got from everybody is, does meditation really help with stress reduction? It does. It uh, does. Yeah. So there's been a lot of studies that have actually been done about meditation. And in these studies, they have actually measured things like um, brain chemicals like serotonin, mm -hmm. dopamine. Um, they have looked at areas that light up in the brain when people are meditators versus oh. those that aren't. And so overall, it's been shown that people who meditate on a regular basis um, have more activity in areas uh, that help with memory, mm -hmm. um, decreased anxiety, decreased depression. Um, it just, it, it has so many benefits. Um, so I strongly suggest it for everybody. I wish they'd teach it in school. Schools to Wouldn't the youngsters, that be nice? yeah, because there's evidence that it helps increase learning um, and and retention of information, and so oh, the anxiety reduction among the kids would be yeah. the most benefit anyway, right? There, and, and just mood regulation. I mean, That's all true. sorts of things. So it has a lot of benefits, and I think the problem is is that people um, don't know what they need to do, and therefore they get. Um, frustrated with it sure. because they think, you know, it's a certain thing and, and it's not what they might think. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Well, how, how does it typically reduce stress? Is it just that it's stopping you from thinking about stressful things? Well, I don't know that we know all the ways in which it works. I mean, I think, like I said, we know that it does actually change the mm -hmm. chemistry of the brain and the way the brain, um, where, where activity centers are in the brain and, and, and um, those sorts of things for, again, uh, memory, retention, learning, um, reduce stress, uh, so you create more of a calm environment, uh, decrease depression and things like that. How it does it, I don't know that they know for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but the way in which you do it, it's part of it has to do with resting. It's kind of like resting your brain in a way. Um, and even it can be even better than sleep in some ways because it's keeping your brain slightly active, but at the same time sort of letting it kind of go and do what it wants to do. Mm. I know. So it's, Is it it's, like lucid dreaming? Yeah, mm. in, in a way, because it lets your brain just sort of process things mm. that are happening, in, you know, like that you're dealing with, that you're thinking about. But if you're in a calm state, it, it allows for more clarity on some, you know, things that you may need answers on or things that you want to do or you know projects all sorts of things you know uh, let's just do it how do you meditate okay right let's so let's just it. get yeah, in it let's, let's get it. in it so I'm not so let me just say first I'm not an expert I'm a novice well I wouldn't say I'm a novice but I'm I'm just a lay person who meditates so I'm not yes yeah. yeah, so I'm not an expert on meditation and you're going to hear a lot of different things you know if you if you're into meditation there's a lot of different ways to meditate you know the Buddhists have a particular mm -hmm. way. Um, uh, 
there's a type of medica- meditation for kindness called meta meditation, oh, uh, where you that. where mm-hmm. you actually re- kind of repeat some sentences over mm-hmm. and over to talk about you know I'm going to be kind to myself, I'm going to be kind to others, things like that. But what I'm going to talk about more um, than anything is really just uh, general practices for meditation for the for you anybody in the room that you know just would like to meditate so what you really want to do is you want to find a position of comfort so the first thing that people do that's wrong is they think they need to sit with their legs crossed in a very stiff position you they know? never sit in normally correct and you know and they're in a, a room that's stark and whatever and they're sitting there with their legs crossed and maybe that's uncomfortable then because they can't even cross their legs right, you know right. no you sit in you can sit in a chair with a back support your back sit up against the wall put some pillows around if you want to lie down you even can um, it's just the, the question of whether you might fall asleep, fall asleep that sort of thing right. and, and the idea is not necessarily to fall asleep although you can do meditation to go to sleep Mm -hmm. that's a helpful way to get to sleep but for most for the most part you want to do a meditation that's going to actually just provide your brain with a sense of calmness for a period of time and that period of time can be very short I always recommend people start with five minutes and maybe five minutes once a day for a week and then maybe five minutes twice a day and then move from there as you decide you want to because there's benefit with even five minutes per day Um, and there's probably even benefit with less than that and you really can do it anywhere sometimes I'm at work and I'll just stick some headphones in and I'll do a guided meditation which you can find on YouTube you can find those anywhere you can find five minute ones up to like three hour ones I think we actually offer them on future of health I'm pretty sure oh yeah that's great Mm -hmm. so guided meditations are really easy way to go but even with that sometimes people get frustrated because they're being guided to let the mind go and and be completely Uh, clear mm -hmm. and empty and that's not necessarily what you need to do the most important important thing to do is to sit and just quiet and and you know sort of take some nice easy deep breaths in close your eyes and just um and just sort of quiet the mind and let whatever happens happen so it's really not necessarily about take you know clearing the mind and making it completely clear you may have all sorts of thoughts running through your mind but you don't stick you don't stick on a particular thought you just kind of let the thoughts flow hmm. and so and and if if a thought becomes repetitive or distressing um, or you you just want to just be more clear and just say eh, I just want to you know have a rest you know I want my brain to rest then just bring it back to the breathing and just feel yourself breathing okay. in and breathing out and then again thoughts will come through again I think the biggest thing is don't judge that just let it happen because the brain is still resting it's just allowing for these thoughts to process through the things that you're trying to control in your mind throughout your day while you're trying to focus on mm-hmm. doing your work you're just letting them come and go. Let the thoughts come and go. So it's fine. Just let them pass through. Oh, that's interesting because, see, I always say I can't meditate because yes. when I try, what uh-huh. happens is I think about all these things that I need to be doing. Uh-huh. And in my mind, that means that I'm not meditating. Mm-hmm. I'm hyper-focused on work or something. Sure. So I think for you, the challenge is simply to not let the, to, to kind of cr- kind of quash the feeling of, urgency but just let the thoughts be okay so yeah okay i'm gonna need to do this and later i'm gonna have to do that and then okay i'm gonna breathe for a minute you know just gonna breathe in breathe out pretty soon after three breaths you're gonna be back to what are the goats doing out in the right way? you know <laughs> where's the hay coming from right, like what right. what do i need to do later and again maybe then after a few minutes you know a minute of that you're like back to Breathe in, breathe out. Just let it be and don't judge it. Don't say, oh my God, I have to get up out of this seat. Say, I've got five minutes. I've got my timer set. You know, this in five minutes we'll handle it. I can think about it, but I'm not going to worry about the urgency of having it done or doing it. 
I'm not going to open my eyes and write it down, which is what I typically do. And right. Then out you know, of this phase. <laughs> and, and maybe before you meditate, you would write some things down first. So that's another good thing. And I think that's actually a good practice at night. So just as a, because, you know, we're going to talk about stress reduction as well. And sure. one of the things this just kind of leads to is I always think it's nice to put a, a, a notepad by your bed at night because, um, you know, the, one of the greatest things to do is whatever's on your mind. Um, that you are like, oh, tomorrow this must happen, or I'm just worried about this. Write your worries all down on that paper and just close the book yeah. and go to bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just put them on that paper. You can open that book tomorrow and look at them, but just close that book. So that's you know one little simple method that yeah. is helpful for some people is to just you know if you've got a lot of worries, jot them down real quick, put them in your little book by your bed and close I like that book. It. Yeah. I like it. So you can see meditation really isn't about necessarily clearing that mind. That's where everybody gets stuck is, I can't make my mind a blank. Yeah, we think that we're supposed to just hear like chimes or, or wind mm -hmm. or something in our head. We're not going to get to that probably. No, I, monks, well, I right. So again, you can practice and practice and you can do different types of meditation and you can look for different outcomes in your meditation. But this is just a nice lay person's meditation mm -hmm. that will still get you really good benefit from meditating. Because we're talking about some of the studies being done on folks doing just this type of meditation. No fancy pants, you know, right. uh, Buddhist monk meditation. We're talking about just general. And what are what are like the biggest benefits? I mean, is it easier to sleep? Is it less stress? Is it heart reduction of heart rate? What is it? Um, I would say overall less depression, okay. less anxiety. Okay. You know, I mean, because when we talk about stress, you know, as we all know, there's different types of stress and some mm -hmm. is okay and some is not okay. And, um, but I think overall the biggest issue is anxiety, you know, mm -hmm. kind of fears, worries, oh, yeah. uh, the things that are pressing, it helps to reduce that. And it makes, perm it makes some permanent changes or at least semi-permanent in that they're going to last for a while. So if you're meditating in the morning, <laughs> that benefit may last throughout yeah. your whole day. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and then if you're meditating on a regular basis, it builds up. So that benefit sort of seems to build up. But depression and stress, so mental health sort of disorders or disorders that we talk about with brain chemistry and that sort of thing, I think those are some of the biggest benefits. Um, being able to interpersonally deal with other people on mm -hmm. a, in a better way, it tends to make people a little bit nicer, you know, easier to deal with. People who meditate have a tendency to be a little bit more easier to communicate mm -hmm. with. And I can't tell you exactly why, but there's been some studies that show sure. that interpersonal relationships improve uh, for people that meditate. So you said that you don't have to necessarily be in a room with your legs crossed or anything. Mm -mm. I People kind of laugh at me, but I say that running is my meditation mm -hmm. because when I go for a run, and I'm blessed because I live in the country, mm -hmm. and so when I do, I actually listen to white tone, basically, mm -hmm. but I that's my clarity, and mm -hmm. I, I try not to think about what I have to do or anything, but when I come back from that, I'm sure there's the physical benefit, but I do feel nicer, I do feel happier, mm -hmm. I do feel more ready mm -hmm. to take on mm -hmm. the next thing. Can you meditate while you're in like a physical activity? You know, that's an interesting concept. So would, so would a meditation guru or teacher say yes? I don't know what they mm -hmm. would say about that. I do believe that exercise in some ways is a form of meditation depending mm -hmm. on how you're doing it. So like how you're describing it is kind of like a meditation because you're just letting your mind uh, sort of be free mm -hmm. and, and not have an agenda in there. You know, it's just kind of, it, unless you do. But, you know, <laughs> no. if you don't, it's kind of the idea of not having a real agenda. It's mm -hmm. just letting it letting it kind of free float and kind of do what it's going to do. I think of the most random things on my ride. Right, and, and, yeah. and if you can just kind of let them be oh yeah let it pass through you know kind I have of like oh, little yeah. memories yeah. sometimes of conversations yeah well that's exactly and that's what happens in meditation there'll be things that pop up and you're like oh you know um and, and you just let it be there and you don't you don't 
judge it. You know what I mean? Anything with it necessarily. You know, you don't have to, it's not, wasn't a bad thing. So like memories and those things, you know, things aren't bad or good. They just are what they are. You know, it is what it is. And, and so you just let it be there and and don't try to judge it. But yeah, I think you can. A lot of what you're talking about though is, is another great stress reducer exercise. Mm -hmm. Amazing stress reducer. I can't even tell you enough. I mean, the two big things I would recommend, I think that you haven't have this question is, you know, what is the best, what are the best three things you could do for stress reduction? And I mean, meditation and exercise are just top two. The next one would probably be sleep, I would Mm -hmm. say, healthy eating. But um, you just can't, if you exercise and meditate, you're a long ways down the path to reducing your stress, having really good mental health, um, and and, and all that. It's just, it's amazing. If I don't work out for a couple of days, I'm an angry person. Me too. Yeah. Um, and, and I actually, don't sleep well. I will say I probably have a little bit of an endorphin addiction. I, I do too. I, I crave after, it. So I have been exercising now most days of the week. So a good five days a week for probably six years now without missing much unless I wow. had the flu. Right, right. <laughs> as we talked about previously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, unless I'm really sick, I don't, I don't miss. And um, I have to. Like, even if I don't feel bodily like it, my brain will be like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going. Yeah. And it is about that kind of endorphin thing. It's about the stress reduction benefits yeah. for in, in large part for me. Absolutely. Well, does meditation change your decision making? That was a question we got, which I thought was really interesting. I think that's more probably like, does it give you clarity? It can. And so, I mean, not everybody's going to have the same results. You know, the, 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 the whole, um, you know, disclaimer. Sure. <laughs> results sure. will vary. <laughs> and they will. But the studies have shown, as I said, you know, um, increased and improved learning, retention mm-hmm. of information, and then interpersonal relationships um, can, be, can be improved uh, just through the way you communicate. Um, there is something about it that does, re- you know, kind of... I think, again, it's the idea that people tend to be a little more calm, a little more nice. They're, and I don't know how to define nice. I mean, you might want a better definition than that. But there's just something about it that, you know, I think makes communication a little bit easier for folks that are uh, meditating. Sure. Agreed. Agreed. Well, stress reduction as a whole is is really important. And you mentioned some of the ways to avoid getting or to handle stress reduction, eating well, that thing. But how do we avoid getting stressed in the first place? Boy, that's that's a tough one. I think you know like that's if you figured that out, you probably could market that and right. sell it. But you know, I, mean, I think that's about boundaries, being able to say no, mm-hmm. uh, those sorts of things. I think that's where that comes in. You know, is and and also choosing um, environments to be that we enjoy enjoying the people we're around. So it's mm-hmm. a lot of our own decision making. Um, you know, trying to find work that you enjoy, trying to and because I mean that's a big thing. Uh, most people are stressed at work. And so, you know, that's, that's, and we spend a lot of time at work. So I think that the idea is really that um, we should, we should, I think boundaries and I think boundaries and being able to say no mm-hmm. and, in, and then creating your own external environment that works for you. So the people you're surrounded with, that sort of thing. I like it. Good advice. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking about stress reduction and meditation. I like the way you talk I like the things you wear I want your number tattooed on my arm in ink I swear Cause when the morning comes I know you won't be there Every time I turn around you disappear
on Talk with a Doc. Today we're joined by our guest Marianne Dunlap, an adult nurse practitioner, and we are talking about stress reduction and meditation. Um, I think one of the questions we all want to ask ourselves is, is there healthy stress and bad stress? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes it's okay to be stressed, right? Yeah. So before a test, those sorts of things, um, a lot of times there is a certain amount of stress that actually activates your activity level in your brain and it makes you a little more hyper-focused. You know, that's that's important. That's what you want. The problem is, is when it goes a little too far, you know, and then you get all the sweaty palms, racing heart, can't think straight. Full-on anxiety attack. Right. Mm -hmm. And and that's, that's the problem. So if we could all just stay in that healthy stress place you know that kind of that uh, healthy little bit that, that gives us a little booster edge that'd be great but we all, all don't get that you know a lot of sports people this may be right up your alley but mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of sports folks go to psychologists to try to manage that edge absolutely you know so they're trying to get to that healthy point where they're getting the they're getting that edge from that stress without going over because that's where you'll just well, there's that, yeah. that adrenaline You'll rush crump, of you know, it'll stress be bad, yeah. versus the, yeah, I can't even get out of bed because it's crushing me. Yeah. Right. Or I'm just so jittery that I can't, uh, you know, I, I'm not handling the ball well or I'm not doing all those things. Oh, or, we yeah. have athletes that say that they can't even get on a plane because yeah. they have anxiety because yeah. they're so worried about their, their performance. performance. Yeah. 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 So so it, it really is. It's a whole, uh, you know, training you know yeah. to try to, to manage that so if you've got it that's great so a lot of people just have it you may know people in your life where you look at them and man they, they got a speech to give they're just like yeah Let's i'm there yeah. right and then there's other people like oh my gosh you know um so some people have it some people have to work on it yeah. and again i think all these stress reduction techniques yeah. are helpful um you know anything that helps with focus is always helpful so but you know back to yeah. meditation it's true i was just gonna <laughs> say a good it's sometimes you have to like i do a lot of uh keynotes and presentations 
emotions Mm -hmm. and Although I don't love them, it's not like it gives me a ton of anxiety, but I do have to have a moment beforehand and I tell everybody I need to be by myself and Mm -hmm. I need to focus and I do. I have those just breathe, Mm -hmm. think through, clear your mind so that Mm -hmm. when you go out there, you can talk about the right things and answer the Mm -hmm. questions. But I think some people, yeah, it definitely uh, causes more anxiety than in others, right? Right, that's true. So for me, for instance, I would not be able to do those things that you do, but <laughs> this is kind of my edge. So being in a room, not being filmed necessarily with, you know, just a couple people, I can do that. You know, one-on-ones are pretty good for me, um, but large groups is tough. So, you know, I struggle, I struggle probably more than some with anxiety. So I, I get it. And so I think that's why meditation has been really helpful for me. But like you just said, what you do is before you go out is a form of meditation. It really is. It's that idea of just letting your mind sort of be free and empty it out of all the junk. I love the way you say that, empty it out. Just kind of empty it of the junk and let the other stuff just float around. (laughs) Well, how do we know when the stress is too much or when we try, maybe we should either try meditation or maybe it's beyond just meditation? Sure. Yeah, I think, you know, meditation's for everybody, but, um, you know, if it is, if your anxiety or your depression or or whatever is um, impacting your health negatively or your relationships negatively Mm -hmm. or your work, so... You can't get up and go to work. You know, a lot of people who are stressed at work, um, the number of last-minute call-outs at work yeah. are highly related to work anxiety, work oh, stress, that sort of thing. Some of them get up and get ready, and they get in the car. Yeah, and they, the, or they even yeah. get to there, and they, they can't yeah, go in the door. they can't go yeah. in the door. So I think, um, you know, if you're having that sort of a thing, it's time to have a, mm-hmm. a, a moment <laughs> where you actually say to yourself, what other tools do I need? So I like to talk about the toolbox, right? Yeah. So when it comes to stress reduction, you want a toolbox of things. And I already said my biggest things in your toolbox would be exercise would be like my number one. Meditation is right up in there. Um, good sleeping, healthy eating. But then we, we, we could talk about counselors, counseling you can talk about your primary care provider and the possibility in certain circumstances of medication if needed mm-hmm. um these are all just tools in your toolbox you know and, and that's what you've got to think about when you think about anxiety depression stress reduction mental health in general always think about your toolbox and what yeah. you've got in there and the more things the more resilient you're going to yeah. be well, I think like you just talked about medication. I think people are very opposed to medication and, and I get it, but sometimes medication is just a moment in time that gets you through that so mm-hmm. that you can then go to your toolbox and you don't need medication long term. Yeah, I think that people who um, are often against medication are mostly and in large part people who have never needed medication mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. once you've ever needed a medication for anything, um, I personally had the experience of postpartum depression mm-hmm. and um, you know, needed medication for that. It was pretty bad. And, um, and it did and the medication did help and pretty quickly and um that was important and i was actually one of those in my 20s that was a little bit you know sort of uh on my high horse about things and and i would when we don't have a lot of experience it's easy to say oh this should never be done or you know it's hard to have empathy right the more experiences in life you have trust me the the -hmm. more you'll see that these things uh sometimes are necessary and required so i always tell people look at your experiences and if you haven't had a lot of experience personally or with other folks in that realm keep your mind open (laughs) keep it open because um it's a it's a kind of a shocker when it comes to you (laughs) you know and then you're like oh well, look at this, you know? So I, I think that it, open mind is so important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In every aspect of life, let's be honest. It absolutely is. And like I said, I mean, it's really it's really easy to say, you know, it's, it's not needed until it affects you. And boy, I'll tell you, that will change your mind real fast. <laughs> well, we've talked a little bit 
recently about the stress reduction, how it affects your mental health, but how mm-hmm. does stress reduction really affect your physical health? Yeah, people who are less stressed, less anxious, are going to be less overall ill. I mean, th- you know, we know that there's some some correlation between people who get stressed and reduced immune systems. We right. see it a lot with people who get shingles, for instance. You know, uh-huh. um, a lot of times, uh, a massive stress will um, create a decreased immune system, which then allows, you know, for that uh, reactivation of that chickenpox virus, which causes right. shingles. So, um, that's just a really concrete example mm-hmm. of how that can happen. But really, it's immune system functioning. I think that is affected a lot by stress. Um, Also, probably blood pressure. That's another, I would say, I I kind of, there's so many things that I probably miss many, but um, blood pressure, cardiovascular health has been shown to be negatively affected by chronic stress. And then chronic stress will, again, affect um, your brain in that it can create anxiety and depression where it didn't exist previously. So chronic stress can be really bad and really hard on those uh, brain uh, chemicals and then just um, the way different areas fire in the brain. And so, yeah, so so definitely um, stress can create a lot of chronic health illnesses and, and problems. I'm, I'm a stress eater as mm-hmm. well. So if oh, I'm yeah. stressed, you go. I find myself eating more and not as healthy, yep. which then yep, obviously yep, yep. leads to other conditions. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Yeah, see, there's yeah. just so many so areas many, in which yeah. stress impacts. People don't sleep as well. I mean, there's mm-hmm. just, or sleep too much. I mean, right. there's just, it, it could go on and on. Let's talk about that too. What is the, what's the worst drawback about not sleeping enough? Oh, you know, it's where we, our brain, our, our body regenerates its cells mm-hmm. and, and, and kind of just has that moment to reset. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're not getting enough, you're kind of running into this deficit of clean up, clear up, you know what I mean? I right, think it was right. like kind of like just letting your body have that moment to rest mm-hmm. and, and just sort of in the brain heal, sort of, basically yeah i mean heal the cells that sort of thing mm-hmm. you're just not getting enough of it you know and um again i don't know gosh a sleep specialist or a sleep disorder yeah. person would have i'm sure a right, listing of right. things i just know that overall um it can affect again just like um uh stress lack of sleep can impact almost every system i mean even we know that people who don't sleep well gain weight you know, right. so there's there's that. Um, I'm doomed, Marianne. I'm doomed. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> we gotta get we gotta get you a little. Let's let's try five hours. Let's Mary. Try, we gotta see if we we'll can get, get five there. hours. We'll get in. there. We'll, we'll do. I only sleep three to four hours for those listening, and so I'm trying to get to a, a much better number. <laughs> yes, Mary definitely needs a better number yes, for yes, sleep. Yes. But again, we talked about before too. You know, everybody has their things, and that's an, that's another thing too. Is to you know, again, you could stress over that and right. make your life even worse, or you I could do. just. I do. I sit there well, at night. Oh my God, I only have four more hours. What if I get three? I'm what, and and then I'm so stressed about not sleeping that yeah. the idea of sleeping is beyond me. Yeah. Again, so I wouldn't. I would suggest for you a nice little guided meditation at night yeah. for sleep because that might help to put nice little notions in your mind about yeah. not worrying about that, yeah. and just letting it be, letting things be as they are. You know, a lot of what we do is we worry about what happened in the past mm-hmm. or we worry about what's going to happen in the future and really if you think about it this is a, a, a nice little concept I think to think about and it, it also kind of ties into meditation and that is what has happened in the past is done there's no way to fix go back and fix it yeah, yeah. it's done and so it's over so we try to let that go what's going to happen tomorrow may or may not happen we have absolutely no way to know what's going to happen tomorrow we don't even know if we'll be here tomorrow I mean I don't mean to be no it's true but we don't and so the only moment we really have really is this moment right now Present. Mm-hmm. right and so it's really important and with meditation I think it, you can also help to remember um, that you know it, it brings you to the moment 
And I think that that's mindfulness is really important. And that's a whole nother um, topic is that mindfulness-based stress reduction. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole nother topic and meditation is involved in that. But again, it's really focusing yourself onto what is the present moment and always trying to stay with the present moment. You can think about the things you may need to do, but there's no use in stressing on the right. things that are coming up. It's just a matter of, you know, making lists and things like that. So you so you have some sort of a idea of what's happening, but you're focusing always on what's happening right now, being in the moment with the people you're with. I like it. Yeah. Can you meditate in groups? In groups? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I mean, there's retreats. I always, I I mean, the thing is, is meditation retreats are great. Again, not everybody's going to, that may turn some people off. So, Mm -hmm. so I always say to people, if it's something you're really interested in, um, it might be a good thing to do, uh, realizing that not every day is going to be structured like a meditation retreat, you know what I mean? And so it may be hard. But it's also, we do hard things all the time to challenge ourselves, right? So it may be that you're interested in meditation. And so you go to a two-day retreat where it's going to be silent Mm -hmm. and they're going to be taking you through all sorts of walking meditations, sitting meditations. Taking my phone away from me. Exactly. (laughs) Literally. Right. It would be hard for some people, but it's, you know, it's like running that 10K that we're going to get you to, (laughs) you know, because I know you can. Um, It's, things are hard sometimes, but they're, um, good for us. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you have to live every day like that. But a meditation retreat is not a bad idea. Or even just going to a one-hour meditation group. Like a class. So, yeah, yeah it's, that's kind of how I started. Mm-hmm. Um, where I live, we have a, a place that does some meditation classes. And so I just picked one and went, and it was oh, great. Fun. That's how I got going on it. I like it. Yeah. Well, you always have to start somewhere, right? It's like running, right? Like I had to start walking and then walking fast and then jogging and then, yeah. Yeah, and, and again, it's, you know, where you want to go with it is mm-hmm. where you want to go with it. And sometimes we choose to do like hood to coast. We, right. we choose to do something harder to challenge ourselves. It doesn't mean that we're going to be training like that all the time. So right. I think meditation can be the same way. Okay. You may want to choose to do a retreat knowing that it's going to be hard for you and that you're not going to be meditating like that all the time. Every day, right. But it's a great immersion and it's a great thing to say, I did it. I did it, you know? What do you say to people who say, I don't have time? I don't have time for stress reduction. I don't have time for meditation. Yeah, you don't have time for stress either. You know, you don't have time for all that. And I just tell people, you know, you can can carve out five minutes. I know you can. I mean, even the most busy person can can carve out five minutes. And like I said, sometimes I'll do it at my desk. You know, I'll just put some headphones in and do a guided one, you know, so I have something in my ear so I don't hear things around me or whatever. But if you're, you know, you can also do it. I you know, I could stop right now and do meditation if I wanted to. You know, it's really... a quick dead air yeah. break no worries <laughs> a five minute break now for meditation um but no it, it's it's just really that simple so you could be doing it in a room with people i've done it in a car before where i told somebody i didn't get my meditation in this morning and it's oh, really nice. important to me to do it so do you mind if i just take five minutes you can do whatever you want just oh, nice. you know yeah. uh, but i'm gonna if that's okay with you i'm just gonna close my eyes for a second and just meditate and they're like okay that's interesting <laughs> Do you find that having a more quiet place, like not a car or having lights dimmed or aromatherapy, do those help you or is it really to you, it's just the taking the time? Um, I think it's just taking the time, although I have preferences for things I like in my life. Mm -hmm. So I do like aromatherapy. Mm -hmm. I do like dim rooms, but I think it's, I also like pillows and cushions. So I tend to like to sit in my bed and meditate sitting up. Mm -hmm. I do like to sit up because it does keep me from going to sleep. But um, I do like to sit in my bed with cushions and pillows around me with my legs straight out because I'm not a cross-legged person because my knees hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I like to make my environment when I can 
the nicest I can to really provide that relaxation experience for myself. But most of the time I don't because I don't have the time to set it all up like that. Right. So I'll do it wherever, like I said, in the car, at work, wherever. Yeah. Um, wherever it needs to be, but I think it's the things that you like, you know, and things that make you comfortable um, that, that you do. And, and I don't know that it makes it any better or any worse. It mm -hmm. just might make your experience nicer, yeah. but does it change how well it works for you? Probably not. You may do it more if it's under a circumstance that you like. It's nice and comfy. Yeah. I kind of like the apps that remind you to do it and give you kind of oh, like yeah. a check-in. Those are good. Yeah. yeah, there's several of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really good ones. And um, yeah, and they'll just say, did you meditate today? Or yeah. now it's time for your meditation. Or they'll have guided ones. I mean, they're so easy to find guided meditations. And yeah. sometimes that's the nicest way to start. But just remember, again, just closing your eyes and, and just taking some breaths, that is meditation right there. And particularly if you can just let go of the things that are coming through your head and not attach yourself to them or, you know, uh, judge them. Oh, well, great advice as always. Well, thank you, Marianne, for joining us today and to everyone for listening and sending in your questions. We look forward to future topics with more experts from Providence. Make sure to follow us on social media at PSJH on Twitter and on Instagram and under Providence St. Joseph Health on Facebook. To learn more about our mission programs and services, visit future.psjhealth.org. Thanks for listening.